Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome again to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton. I hope your day is uh, going well today. It makes a lot of difference. I just want you to know I've been doing this for many, many years. Uh, It makes a lot of difference when you get up. And the first thing you do is spend time with the Lord. I do that every morning. I had a wonderful time with Jesus this morning. The Holy One of Israel, the the psalmist said, neither slumbers nor sleeps. He never rests. He doesn't need to uh, because he is perfection personified. And he is watching over us day and night. Isn't that great news? So, uh, hey, let me encourage you again to uh, subscribe to the podcast, share them with your, share it with your friends, and then email me with your comments or questions at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. We'd, we'd just really love to hear from you and appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hear. Uh, my heart as a pastor, again, in these podcasts is just to, just to give a word of encouragement to uh, believers uh, uh, all throughout the week. Um, just want to encourage you again today. This is a year. 2021 is a year to walk by faith in God's Word. And I said this yesterday. It's a bit shocking when you first hear this and you really start thinking about it. God is not moved by my need. God is moved by faith. So again, why? Well, that puts everything that is available from him on an equal playing field for everybody. When he says, "If I've provided everything for you to receive it, exercise faith in me. That makes it available to everybody so that whosoever will can come. And so again, we mentioned uh, the last couple of days, 1 John 5, 4, whatever's born of God overcomes the world, the victory that has overcome the world is our faith. And again, I love that Smith Wigglesworth quote. There's something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Now, let me just say this. You know, we're in a really strange climate of uh, the COVID-19 things being going on. March will be a year, and uh, the political climate is a mess and, uh, you know, things look bleak and dark and you wonder what, and people are, you know, at odds with each other and things are just crazy. Let me just say this. Faith thrives in a challenge or in a test. And when you understand the concepts of walking by faith in God in, and faith in God is really faith in his word, then you know what? The greater the challenge, the greater the victory, the greater the battle the greater the victory. And so, you know, you learn that when you're going in a tough place, it just causes God to shine even brighter. First Peter, listen to First Peter 1, 7, New Living Translation. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested 
as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And so again, uh, tests, hard places, test our faith like fire tests metal in the way that fire purifies precious metals, tests purify our faith because it makes us dig in and believe what we can't see, believe what we can't feel. God always honors his word and God always honors faith. So the thing I'm excited about, and I've been living this way for so long now, it's just exciting to think about the future, think about the challenges of whatever kind that will appear in life as we journey on. It excites me to know that for every challenge, God already has the answer, and the answer is faith in Him and faith in His Word. And so coming right down to this, I, I want to make this really practical. Walking by faith is walking by faith in God's word. And walking by faith is not hoping that one day something changes because, you know, you can get really depressed if all you do is hope things improve, hope things get better, hope things work out. If you're a hoper, you probably oppressed, down, unsettled. See that hope, hope, you know, hope's a dream, but there's no basis for it. And so hope doesn't necessarily lift up. It looks into the future, but see, faith grabs hope and brings it to the present and gives you reason to shout and sing when you should be crying and belly aching. I mean, faith is amazing. So again, when praying for things personally, when exercising personal faith in God, in prayer, it's important to remember that faith is always present tense, never future tense. And if we're going to cooperate with the Lord, we've got to get the tenses right. Again, faith is always past or present, never future. If If I'm saying, if I'm talking and saying, well, I believe the Lord will do this or that. I believe the Lord is going to. See, you're putting off, you're receiving from the Lord in, into the future, and see, that's hope and not faith. I've had so many people through the years say, well, I believe the Lord is going to fill in the blank, heal me, provide for me, work through this. Or I believe the Lord is. Faith says, you know what? I'm thanking God because I believe that I have overcome this particular thing. Again, listen again to what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you'll have them. That is, the moment you ask, the moment you exercise faith, act and talk and think as though it's already yours. See, that, that changes the playing field. Hebrews 11.1, 1, I mentioned this uh, yes, last time. Now faith is the sub, now, see now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I love um, New Century Version. It says faith means being sure of the things we hope for and knowing that something is real, even if we do not see it. Let me say that again. This is New Century Version. I love this version. Faith means being sure of the things we hope for and knowing that something is real even 
if we do not see it. See, faith takes the place of what you don't have, but that God promised you in his word until it literally shows up. So faith is a gap standard. There's a gap between the time I trust God, pray, cast my care, ask the Lord to work this out, speak to the mountain. There's, there's a time between that and the time it actually physically manifests. And faith is, is as excited today when there's no manifestation, when it believes it receives, when it's in that in-between time, between the time you pray and God does it. Faith is as excited as it will be the day that the manifestation comes. I say faith is anticlimactic. I mean, you know, I don't know how many times. I've trusted God for something, and I've just praised God and worshiped Him and thanked Him for what I couldn't see, I didn't feel for the circumstance that's not yet changed, but I believe I receive it. And I just thanked Him as though I already had it, and I was just as excited as though it was there with me. And you know what? When it comes, it's like, well, thank you, Lord. I mean, you, you have such the, See, faith is a confident expectation that God has done and is doing what he promised. And see, it takes all of the depression, the fear, the anxiety, the, the uh, unknown. It takes all of that away. And it gives you a confidence in God that regardless of what you think, see, or feel, you just know that God, will, uh, God has honored his word. And, and that's just the way it is. So again, you can't receive by faith by, uh, in, uh, you can't receive by faith in the present by talking or thinking in the future. See, see, so, so again, let me also say this faith is not easy. In fact, first Timothy six twelve fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses, that word fight, fight, the good fight, the Greek word is really where we get our word agony. So you could translate it, agonize, the good agony. Well, what's it saying? Uh, that word actually in the Greek means to struggle or to compete for a prize, to contend with an adversary. Uh, you know, it, it just really means a, a, an intense, tent, in, intense struggle. You think about the agony of not quitting something uh, when it's really, really hard. See, that's, uh, that's fight. faith is a fight. Uh, what are you fighting? Your flesh, your thoughts, circumstances, other people's opinions, the enemy that comes with taunting thoughts that tell you it's not going to work, you're not, God's not going to come through this time. All these things, see, see, see you have to fight and stand against all of the negatives in the negative atmosphere of the world that we live in. And, and, and see, faith just battles right through that. It fights, fight the good fight of faith. So again, my encouragement in talking about this for, for these several times we are in this podcast is to, is, is to make sure that you keep your tenses right and that you're really in faith and not hope when you're, when you're you know, asking God to do things and just generally, spiritually navigating through life. Uh, hope is necessary because hope is a vision, but always take hope and bring it to the present by exercising faith. And faith takes hope, which is in the future. I say it over and over again, so you get it. <laughs> and, and, and acts and speaks and thinks as though it's right now. See, see, it, it's a struggle, and it's a struggle. It's a struggle to do that. Let me say it another way. If you're just hoping that one day in the future things will be different, you're not. 
you'll not receive from the Lord. It's not hoping one day in the future that things will be different, but it's believing that God has already answered or is answering your prayer that brings results. I want to show you this real quickly here. Um, Notice what God said to Joshua. The Israelites had uh, God uh, that they were going to conquer the city of Jericho. And here's Joshua 6, 1 and 2. Listen to the verbiage God uses when he speaks to Joshua. Now, Joshua, uh, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. They were sieging the city. Joshua 6, 1. Verse 2, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. See, the walls were still up. They were secure in their city, but God said to Joshua, I've already done it for you. (laughs) Why did God do that? Because God is a God of faith. God is love, but he acts by faith. And he wanted, he he spoke to Joshua as though the thing had already done and and then they hadn't happened yet. See, that's the way God is. God spoke to them in the past tense about Jericho. Walls are still up. Yeah, what God, but but God had promised the city was already there. So you may still feel the the illness in your body, the pain, the soreness, the discomfort. You may still see the circumstance looming before you. The financial pressure is still there. It looks as though the need is not yet met. But see, faith looks and acts as though it's already done, and praises as though it's already done. Listen to what God said about Abraham. Abram's name was. Um, Uh, exalted father. That's what Abram meant. Genesis 17, verse 5. No longer shall your name be called Abram, exalted father, but your name shall be called Abraham. For I have made you the father of many nations. Abraham means father of a multitude. So God, before Abraham and Sarah had any children, children, they were old and childless. And God changed his name, said, every time you say your name to somebody, I want you to say what I see. Abraham, father of a multitude. And as he introduced himself to his friends and he said, hey, what? they said, what's your name? Newcomers come up. What's your name? And Abraham says, my name is Abraham. And first thing they're looking at is for the kids. Where are the children? Well, they hadn't manifest yet. See, God, that's what God does. He calls what isn't as though it is. Listen to Romans 4, 17, as it's written. I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God. And he's speaking of Abraham here, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. See, that's what faith does. You say, pastor, that's lying. No, no, no. You just, you're acting in, when you're acting in faith, you talk and you say what God says about you. God said of Abram, no, you're the father of multitude. Call yourself Abraham. That's the way God saw him. And Abraham went for years and years and years calling himself Abraham before Sarah got pregnant with Isaac, the child of promise. And see, God calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So you're praising and thanking God for the money before you ever see it come in. You're praising and thanking God for the healing, even while the symptoms rage in your body. You're praising and thanking God for the circumstance uh, changing and working out, even while you're in the throes of it and nothing seems to change. Second Corinthians 4, 18 says, while we do not look 
at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You know what? Here's what I found out in life. If you'll, if you'll take whatever it is uh, you are dealing with to the Lord in faith, pray in faith, take your hope and bring it to, to past or present tense by exercising faith in God, and begin to call those things that are not as though they are. Begin to worship and thank God for what it seems like you don't have. If you'll, if you'll make a choice to look not at the circumstance, the feelings, or what other people are saying, but at the Word of God, the things that are not seen, then you know what? The unseen things will change the seen things in your life. Y'all listen. I, I take it because God's Word says it now, now, <laughs> I'm into my 45th year of walking with Jesus. And I have a track record with the Lord of him coming through thousands of times in all kinds of circumstances. So whatever you're facing today, don't you dare give up or let the circumstance tread on you. Rise up. Rise up in faith. Expect God to honor his word. Because my friend, he is absolutely faithful who promised. I hope you have an incredible day. I'm believing you will, and we'll talk about this the next time. God bless you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.